from deep behind the enemy lines of FEMA Region 3. You're listening to the Powder Monkey Podcast on PirateInfoWars.com. Episode 59 of the Powder Monkey Podcast. Uh, today, uh, we have Aaron Morse on with us. Aaron is a, a uh, he's an artist. A, uh, he is a, uh, an entrepreneur. He is a um, victim of censorship uh, through this uh, fascist system that we have now. Uh, Aaron's a lot of things, but uh, he's also the driving force behind Brain Tree Studios. Uh, his art was uh, recently featured on, uh, you know, the American Journal, and uh, you know, uh, I believe Owen Schroeder uh, was was fairly impressed with uh, his work as well, uh, Alex Jones. So uh, we're going to talk about some of that. Aaron uh, hooked me up with. Uh, I'm a collector myself. I've mentioned it before on my show. So uh, Aaron hooked me up with some uh, 118th scale uh, figures, and we'll we'll get into that as well. But Aaron, welcome uh, to the Powder Monkey Podcast. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, this has been quite a bit of a labor to make happen, but uh, the second time is going to be a charm. The New World Order is not going to stop us or my <laughs> crappy connection. I don't know what it was, but welcome to the to the Powder Monkey Podcast. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Oh, thanks for having me again. Um... So I'm a graphic designer by trade, but uh, jack of all trades. I do uh, taught myself how to do 3D design, to do illustration, T-shirts, um, video. You run the gamut. I, I pretty much do it. So. Sure. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, and and anybody who uh, you know, every, everybody should check out his site. Uh, he has some very very uh, interesting. Uh, uh, apparel up there, things to things to get the conversations and the thoughts started, and really that's that's what it's all about nowadays, especially in the info war. And I, I forgot to mention that you're an info warrior as well, man. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I guess uh, you know we we talked a little bit before, um, you know, with uh, you had mentioned that. Uh, well, let's start here. Let's maybe start here. Um, I'd like to ask all my guests this, um, that epiphany moment. Uh, I know you kind of covered it yesterday, but, uh, I mean, you, you lost a lot when, when you became, uh, red pilled or white pilled or whatever pill we're taking nowadays. But, uh, uh, so tell everybody a little bit about that epiphany moment. What, what, you know, what made you realize that, Hey, something's not right. Something's going on and, and we'll go from there recently or in the world like back in the day uh, well let's just start with back in the day and then we'll, we'll we'll get a little further into it because things have been have gotten really crazy since you know since but so go ahead. To, um, i guess like back in the day so my mom uh she was diagnosed with cancer when i was around like 13 um mm-hmm. and she was going through all the rigmarole with um chemo and all that type of stuff which led her to become a cancer specialist when she was all you know clear um Thanks at one of the hospitals locally and she was like she was always into holistic medicine and all that type of stuff but getting to be the cancer specialist at a hospital and seeing up close and personal the way hospitals treat cancer and she was like this is all about the money they're just like they'll they'll do these fundraisers but it's just to buy t-shirts and donuts and all this and like they're never coming up with a cure so there was always that kind of you know um would you say like uh, corruption in the 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 uh, systems that we have to that sure. we're supposed to trust? Um, so I kind of grew up with that skepticism, like throughout my entire life, because my mom's very like book smart and and street smart for the most part, and um, a, a conspiracy theorist. She'd always say like, you know, if you see it on a movie or a TV show, it exists. And they just haven't shown it to you, and that's how I came into the Alex Jones type of stuff, where like around two thousand eight when um, Ron Paul was running for office with the end for and the fed and stuff. And then um, right. I guess his interview on Alex Jones and he was saying the same stuff like, Oh, you know, we're, we're 40 years out before, you know, <laughs> more than what we know kind of things. So like, Oh, he, he knows. <laughs> so right. that, that got me into all of his stuff. Um, and it was great coming up with um, like YouTube in the old days. Cause you could search any topic 
and put an Alex Jones next to it. And he interviewed like the top heads of their in, in the field, the scientists, the news reporters, the, you know, the whistleblowers, and you could learn about anything. It was great. Um, that's when, you know, conspiracy theorists were not relegated to like the five second TikToks that you get to see now. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Full on documentaries. You know, and the, and the thing with the, uh, you know, that, I mean, the, the slippery slope, we, we sort of talked about that before, but the slippery slope, uh, you know, we, you, you mentioned all those, uh, you know, all those Alex Jones clips, all those, uh, not just clips, but all that footage is gone. I mean, just, you know, completely wiped. And they have the technology to actually find his voice online and erase it. That's not something that they've actually, well, I mean, they, they may have, but, uh, you know, it's not something that's actually, you know, actively talked about or, or known, uh, but they do have that. And, um you know, so it, it is a, uh, you know, it's it's a slippery slope. They, uh, you know, the conspiracy, I, I think it is so ridiculous that we still, you know, talk about conspiracy theory and this and that. I mean, he's, the majority of the time nowadays, it's not, it's not some David Icke, you know, lizard people. It's, you know, it's, here's the documents. Here's, here's where they said they're going to do it. Here's the, here's the plans. Here's where they ran it. Here's the people that did it. You know, um, you know, it was a conspiracy one time that there was no, you know, uh, you know, world secret meeting where everybody came together. And now we know about the Bilderbergs. We know about the, the you know, the WEF, you know, the Trilateral Commission. So, yeah, um, man, it, it, I mean, it's just been there. And, uh, you know, you and I, as we as we grew up, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably about 10 years older than you, probably 12 years older than you. But uh you know, we, we grew up, I, I think, uh, in a in a very gifted way because we kind of, you know, we, we it was ingrained into us as as people who followed the the superhero storylines and the paradigms and the, you know, we 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 kind of saw the light in the dark and, um, you know, we when you see somebody, you know, speaking with an Austrian accent, talking about how everybody's going to eat bugs, you kind of knew that that guy was maybe not on the up and up. And uh, I just watched uh, Lethal Weapon 2 recently and like, holy crap, they, <laughs> they nailed it. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we we talked about this before, um, and uh, you know, it, I was on the American Journal. I did a call in. Uh, I, you know, we talked, I, and this was before it, you know, really got out that hey, they're putting it in the food. Um, you know, the uh, you know, I called in, spoke with Harrison Smith. We talked about all the you know predictive programming and movies, and and you know, I'm just sitting down with my wife, and you can't really run from this once you see it either. I mean, it's you can't unsee it. It's one of those things you can't unsee. But you know, there they are. I'm I'm just happily watching Logan, and they get to the point where you know his swan song, and uh, you know the villain of you know the with the with the Reavers, you know, and everybody, all these you know advanced uh, you know techno humans that uh, you know are all tied in. And how did they kill the most powerful beings walking uh, on this planet? You know, in, in flesh and blood. Uh, you know, well, they killed them with food, um, you know, and I, I can see if they were eating at McDonald's all the time. But, you know, they 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 altered their food, uh, you know, and, and that killed them. And uh, what are they doing to us now? So uh, it's I don't think scary, is sure. it life imitating art or is it art imitating life? That's the <laughs> I, I, I'm at this point. With with how advanced everything's gotten in the, the the satanic agenda, I guess you could say it's it's full on. That was the battle plan, and they're just running with it. And they're like, oh, he has a little inkling of what's coming, like for sure, just to kind of prep you mentally for it. But yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 to the point where you're gonna have to talk to your friends who like raise chickens and and all that type of stuff. Like, oh, you know, I'm talk, talking to my friends. Like, I may need two, like at least for now. Right. And, and, you know, the sad thing is, is uh, if you look at what they're doing with, uh, I mean, pretty soon your friends aren't going to be able to, to raise chickens. They're going to have to so much red tape that they're going to have to jump through. Are they vaccinated? I mean, I don't know if you know the whole chicken vaccine thing, you know, but, uh, I mean, yeah, my God. Disease. Well, well, yeah. The, the uh, and was Bill Gates not uh, behind uh, that funding as well? Um, I mean, it's it's insane. Uh yeah. 
Um, so you mentioned friends, uh, moving, moving a little bit further, um, you know, and, you know, and down the timeline, uh, you know, here we are in 2023 now, um, you've mentioned that, uh, you've lost a lot of friends because of, uh, you know, and and it's not even really at this point activism, it's more like self-preservation. It's like saying, Hey, there's a damn fire in the, in the theater and you got to get out. It's been really strange for sure. Um. When this whole thing kicked off, um, I was working at uh, one of the bigger sunglass companies in the world. Like basically you go into Walmart, that's their sunglasses. Um, right. All that product comes from China and Italy. So, um, you know, you've had salespeople go over there, they come back and like they'd come back with a cold and it ripped through our office in mm. you know, December, November, January, like wildfire. And mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm old school Alex Jones from like 2008. So I had my bag of tangy tangerine ready to go. Like whenever I get, <laughs> so like I, I start drinking that and this, it did not touch it whatsoever. So right. I was getting the fever up and down for at least two weeks. And I went to the doctor. I'm like, this, this thing is like black plague level. Like this is not normal. And they're like, Oh, yeah. it's probably viral. Nothing we can do. And then, you know, three months later, they came, came out and shut everything down. I'm like, that's, you know, probably why I couldn't uh, taste my Taco Bell. But, um, so I wasn't too worried about it because I had already knew that I kind of had this thing because it was that bad. And then they started rolling out the restrictions of like, you can't go out. And I, you know, I'd go to CVS and everyone's all starting to mask up and you could feel the the thin veil of, uh, you know, society kind of in the air. I'm like, oh man, I should probably start yeah. carrying a gun or something at this point. Yeah. But, it, you know, then you had um, talk to the vaccine and everything like that. And that that's one of the major things that kind of divided everyone for sure around you know i'm in rhode island so everything's very liberal um for the most part and i'm you know like i said old school i can see the writing on the wall conspiracy theories i've already seen this plot in several different movies you know showing the documents from years ago with uh like merrick disease with the chickens and you know just giving yeah. you the vaccine over and over again till you'd become just a big blob of cancer exactly um, but then you have your, you know, your friends on Facebook be like, "Oh, all these conspiracy theories not bringing us back to normal," and you know they think there's nano chips in the in the vaccine. I'm like, "Well, actually, no." And then I'd send them like, you know, a paper or a video of Ryan Cole saying, "Well, no, it causes heart problems and it does this and it does that." Yeah. Actually, scientific information. And then you get no one, you get like no reply back. But but well, you sent scientific information, but you didn't send the science. You got to remember <laughs> it, it took. Science, it wasn't, it was no longer science, it was the science. Yep. So, uh, you know, just like, uh, you know, the, the, the fascism that we, uh, that we all, you know, get to, get to experience every day in every way that, that we do. Um, and, and you've experienced that, um, you know, you've, you've got some pretty, like I said before, thought provoking teas, uh, kind of like the same things that, uh, you know, it's, it's the same mechanism that InfoWars uses for, uh, you know, here, I have one here uh, in honor of uh, what we're doing today. You know, I have the Info uh, Infowars GI Joe uh, logo with the because there's a war on for your mind. Uh, so I love that one. I, I hope they bring that one back. If they bring any T-shirt back, that one's amazing. Uh, the, I think this is my second one. The first time they were they sold almost completely out. So I grabbed whatever I could. It was like a two X. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I gifted that to a friend after I got this one in and. Uh, but uh, yeah, dude, it's uh, you know it, it, you you but again the fascism you know it's it's not a matter of you did you didn't break any laws you didn't uh, you know you didn't single anybody out you mm-hmm. you expressed an an opinion you you just expressed an, a, a thought on a shirt it, you know and uh, depending on who would would have released the shirt. It may have been okay, you know, at that point. But talk talk about, you know, some of the things that you've experienced just, uh, you know, just, you know, with your entrepreneurship, with your, you know, with your T-shirts, things like that, the pushback and the, uh, you know, the, the I don't want to say deplatforming, but that's what it is uh, on a. So I came up um, kind of in the Newgrounds era with like flash animation and things like that. So, you know, criticism or like, you know, edgy comedy is completely not new to me whatsoever so i um right grew up with this heightened parody view of life so i could see something kind of make a commentary on it that was you know exaggerated or you know t- truth telling to some degree 
Um, so right. I just always kind of gravitated towards graphic t-shirts, things that I, you know, went from geeky stuff. And, you know, if, if I'm doing a parody of a Disney or a Marvel property, that'll get taken down, you know, within a couple of weeks or so with sure. DMCAs and yeah. stuff, which I'm, I'm totally used to that for sure. Um, mm -hmm. But then once I started seeing all this stuff, I kind of, um, I do a political shirt every once in a while, but here mm -hmm. I was like, you know, one of, one of uh, some of my favorite movies of the time have been like Network and mm -hmm. um, They Live. Like those, I love those movies, 100%. Right. So once I started seeing this stuff with the medical tyranny and all that type of stuff, I started coming out with t-shirts like, um, you know, the, the mask being kind of this um, oppression symbol and, you know, obey right. written over it, one of the designs and uh, Plandemic uh, in, in the mm -hmm. background and that was that was not allowed and all the stuff that you saw in the twitter files and all that type of stuff i oh, yeah. i wrote to their their legal team saying like am i to assume with all these twitter files coming out that your platform is um you know being held to the same standards as you know by these shadowy agencies telling you to take right. down this information which is actually artistic expression you know etsy took down some of my shirts they said that the if i'd posted anything oh, wow. again, They'd, uh, they'd ban me off at Etsy. Um, T Public was another one, but they just kind of tell you, you know, your shirt's gone. It's like, sorry. Um, yeah. And you can kind of see my my latest battle on Twitter. And I think I posted on Instagram too with my correspondence to their legal team. And they said, you know, it violated our rules. And I, I asked them, you know, what are, like, what rule did I break so that in the future I don't violate it again? No response mm -hmm. for weeks. And I just like, Every other day, every every two days, I'd write back, I'm like, following up, following up. And they just basically gave me, um, you know, because we said so, and we have nothing else to say on the matter. I'm like, sure. <laughs> okay, Jesus. Yeah. And, so, and the, no legal recourse at all. None. Yeah. They just they just don't like it, so you don't get to do it. And you have you have no way to to go back in. And But, yeah, go on ahead. Um, so, I mean, luckily, I, I do like a print-on-demand service um, through printable which then goes to my website so i've been able to upload there because it's my own personal.com at braintreestudios.com and mm -hmm. so far i haven't had any issues like that but i mean if people complained i'm sure they'd go th that route like 100 because they're like any other com uh, company and i think they're based out of california so that's a red flag too i'm sure yeah yeah uh, you know we we mentioned yesterday um you know, you mentioned how you, you lost friends. You mentioned, you know, how, how everything that the whole paradigm has just sort of changed mentally uh, for people. And, you know, again, they changed. We didn't. We're still the ones looking saying, hey, we remember, you know, we, we can see, you know, you talk about <laughs> Roddy Piper and they live. But, you know, we have the damn glasses on and, you know, we can see what's going on. We know that it didn't used to be this way. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, the, the, the more things, again, it, I guess it's, it's more of an Orwellian aspect to it. You know, the point where, you know, that the new speak and, you know, you, you're, you guess, I guess you have your five minutes of rage every day scrolling through even your Twitter feed or, you know, you, you're scrolling and all of a sudden you're watching people fist fighting in school and, and you get pissed off about that. And, you know, it's, it's everything that they talked about. Um, you know, Eric Blair, um, I, I, I don't know whether he was licking it or he was another one of those people that were just, you know, one of those crazy psychopaths that, uh, you know, they just have to leave that calling card. They have to, they have to talk about what they're going to do before they do it. And, um, you know, it's, it's just an insane, it, it, it's insane that we, you know, actually are living a, a Marvel plot and, not even a Disney Marvel plot. I mean, actually one where they went when it was, you know, still Marvel, <laughs> you know, it, it actually had some, you know, some decent writing and, and uh, storyboarding and everything. Too. <laughs> like with all the stuff that we grew up with, with like Star Trek, X-Men and Marvel, all that type of stuff. Like it's, it's right there. Like we're literally watching it happen. And all the people are like, Oh, you know, I'd fight the Nazis and all those people. Like I'd be that little guy who was standing there with his arms uh, folded while all the other people were, you know, raising their arms to Hitler. And it's like, well, now you know who is not your friends at this point in time. Like, and it's basically everyone around you. It's terrifying. Did you, did you, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I, I just happened to watch uh, the DC Reign of the Superman uh, animation. Uh, oh. 
But uh, it, it's a really great analogy because, uh, you know, it, it, you know, Superman, of course, to the world, you know, they think is dead. But you've got this cyborg super, Superman who sounds like Superman. He looks like Superman. He's mostly technocracy now. And he is technocracy because who's pulling the strings? Well, dark side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he, he gives this very uplifting speech about the Justice League, you know, how they're gone and and so and so. But, you know, he's got the, uh, you know, he, he basically gives the, you know, get offers, you know, whoever wants to form the new Justice League with me, come on. And, and, and everybody says, but I don't have powers. And it's like, I'll give you the powers. So he gives them basically a mini mother box. They don't know it. They slap it on their chest and they lose their soul. And then they become these enforcers. And, uh, you know, man, it's it's just, uh, I, I think we've gotten to the point where whether we've made it happen or where, well, I, I don't believe that. I think we're living out prophecy personally. But, um, you know, it's just, uh, and to actually see it, um, you know, I, I had this little old grandma who, uh, you know, years before there was an Alex Jones told me all this was coming. And, uh, you know, she wasn't a conspiracy theorist. She was a Pentecostal. So, <laughs> you know, one thing, so we didn't get to touch on this at all. So huge, uh, like, um, definitely prophecy seems to be, you know, unfolding. And I'm definitely coming to the, like the realization of like the matrix kind of thing. Like we're living in a simulation <laughs> for sure. Because around, um, I think it was what 2014 around there when they started kicking up CERN, like hardcore Mandela effects on my end. Like, I, I think I've called into Alex Jones to even talk about it, but I'm like, no, I'll, I'll sound like a freaking crackpot. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know? but like, I'm, I'm an art student. So, you know, I, I study logos for a living. You know, I, I had to do art history classes and all that type of stuff. So that stuff started changing and, you know, commercials started changing. I'm like, that's, that's strange. Like that's, you know, I'd tell people and they're like, ah, you need faulty memory and all that type of stuff. But then I started hearing about Bible verses changing and I'm like, well, there's a canary in the coal mine. Cause if anyone knows anything about memory and, and citing verses and all that type of stuff, it's the, it's the, uh, religious people for sure. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So like when the, uh, the lion and the lamb, is that what you're referring to? Was a major yeah. one for sure. Like all that crazy stuff. And I think there's a verse even saying like, you'll look for the, the word of God and you won't find it. I'm like, well, that could be why. <laughs> You know, that's, you know, that's, that's an interesting point. Um, you know, there, I, I definitely believe people are going to have, um, if they, you know, if they haven't already formed it, especially when this, this brain chip thing really kicks into full gear. I don't know how, I mean, I, I didn't even take the shot, dude. There's no way in yeah, hell no. you're putting a brain chip in. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I I, I really believe that's going to be the point, just like in Reign of the Supermen, where you lose your soul. I mean, I, I really believe we're at that point mm-hmm. where, um, you know, the, the Bible talks about if my people, you know, and Alex talks about it a whole lot, will repent. And, you know, I've even had, a, you know, preachers and pastors on, you know, saying the same things about healing their land. But there's also a point where there's a voice in heaven and it says, come out of them, you know, come out, come out of her. So that you're not a partaker of of her sins, basically. And uh, you know, dude, there's there's a point. And when we get to that point, um, woe to anybody who who is, you know, it's not you're not going to be able to rage against the one who's coming then, you know. So uh, I I don't know, man. I mean, you know, there's there's good people um, who have been persecuted. Um, I don't, uh, you know, uh, I got to interview Joe Biggs. You know, mm-hmm. he he unfortunately, my God. You know, what has occurred to him is just is just a travesty. And uh, like one of the worst things, like as far as Patriots, because he's been involved with InfoWars for a while. So just to yeah. see him like get so like railroaded is insane. Yeah, it, well, and, and just, uh, you know, I, I wrote him a letter and, uh, you know, I, I, when he was in there and, and when they I, he, I think it was the war room or somewhere they they put his they showed his address and so I, I wrote him a, you know I wrote him a correspondence and I you know I just pointed out you know it's not a good position he's in but you know Paul did his greatest works while he was in prison mm-hmm. um you know he you know his 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 final letters and everything like that just uh 
you know, you can see. And, uh, you know, we're at that point. We mentioned yesterday, you know, how we fight back. And, uh, you know, it's it's not going to be, um, you know, you, you can't overturn this system with with guns and, and things like that. But but if you hit people in the wallet, if you refuse to partake in what I what I would call a beast system, I mean, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, that's how you do it. That you know, you if uh, you know if Etsy is is uh, censoring people, don't don't buy. And I I know somebody. I have a friend who has spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. You mentioned Captain America. He actually is a Captain America cosplayer, and he is probably the greatest Captain America cosplayer in the world. <laughs> but he, uh, you know, he's just spent tons of money on Etsy. Don't drop your money on Etsy, you know. Um, you know, uh, you know, just like when we first started communicating, you know, I, I, I appreciate artists. I appreciate their art. And, uh, you know, if it gets to a point, I, I think you've done something really ingenious and it's not i mean it used to be back in the you know early late 90s early 2000s everything was a dot com and it was an address and you went there just like a brick and mortar Mm -hmm. uh and then it became everything was consolidated into this uh you know this social media landscape and they then they started being able to to push us into the the digital ghettos that matt drudge talked about but i think the thing we need to do and the best way we can break is um you know, just like you've done, you know, put your content on, you know, braintreestudios.com and anything you want to say is there. And unless you're, you know, unless you're, you're your host provider, you know, pulls you, which who knows? <laughs> you know, a possibility in the future. For sure. Yeah. But, you know, we, we like just have. When I was listening to um, Alex Jones, so it, it was started in 2008 and it kind of went up until around 2016 when Trump started running and I kind of fell off, you know, the Alex Jones train because he was very much like, you know, Trump is the best. We got to, we got to, you know, um, right. elect Trump and all that type of stuff. So I, I fell off for like two to three years and then all of a sudden all that news kicked up where he was starting to get deplatformed. I was like, uh Oh, they're starting to plan something like this. <laughs> that, that's right. definitely uh that's warning sign flag. Number 100. We got to friggin' start listening to this guy again. <laughs> That's the whole reason you're on this podcast, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, this podcast exists because, you know, they in one fell swoop, five, six different platforms uh, decided to to cut his throat in, uh, you know, in, in one weekend. And so, uh, you know, that's where Pirate Infowars was born from. And, uh, you mm-hmm. know, before I I did a little uh, I did a little podcast called the, the Neo Crusader dot com podcast, which was more, you know, towards uh you know, you know, uh, protecting Christian, you know, rights and, you know, speaking up for that. But and then it just blew up and it wasn't just, you know, Christian rights. It was just human rights. I mean, which, you know, should be number one with a Christian first. They always go for your God. Mm-hmm. And then and then once they break you there, I mean, then everything else just crumbles. But, uh, you know, it's insane. Uh, but there are heroes. There's heroes, Aaron. And uh Let's talk about some of those. Uh, so, I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna, during the pandemic, gonna, um, I started watching Alex Jones like crazy. Got you know, let go of my job, so it was all day every day seeing the the latest news that came out of this pandemic. And I was like, okay, I, I want to learn 3D modeling and all that type of stuff. So I took the time and um, was like, okay, who do I want to model first? And Alex Jones, you know, was the guy right there in front of me. So awesome. I'm gonna try this. I ordered a, a 3D resin printer off of Facebook Marketplace that some dude was selling for like a hundred bucks, and I just started awesome. printing heads. And I I came up with uh, you know this bad Larry right here um, <laughs> with, his, with his megaphone and his, and his pointing awesome. figure. <laughs> so I ended up uh, sending that into Infowars, and I think it's in Alex Jones's office. I think that's what Harrison said it was. So awesome! awesome. I just like I definitely felt like we needed. You know the hero of today like he is he is uh, a man who has been persecuted but he's just trying to do right by friggin humanity and no one sees it <laughs> and even right. even people i know now they'll be like oh you know we have a we have a filter on our water because of you know chemicals and fluoride or like we didn't buy the new tv because it you know has microphones and i'm like yeah. oh so uh, alex jones and like you listen to alex jones <laughs> like, how do you think you even know this stuff like in the zeitgeist of our our popular culture now it's because of him 100 percent. so just having like a figure 
um, available to me anyway, because I was starting to get into photography of action figures. And like, um, I think I said before, like you had Captain America in the movies, but in real life, Chris Evans is like completely liberal oh. talking nonsense. And he needs to be spoken to, you know, by Alex Jones. <laughs> like, you know, what are you doing? Kind of thing. So I, I, I don't know, just it turned into a a, a great idea that that that's uh, kind of spun off on its own at this point. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, it, you've you've had some response with it. Um, what what um, just just to back up for a second, you mentioned uh, you know three D modeling. What uh, for anybody who's interested in that? What what uh, what application? What what program do you use to uh, did you did you use to to do the the three D um, so I had, um, ZBrush and then just a lot of YouTube videos uh, was kind of how it is. And once you find, you know, the um, the two or three tools that you really connect with, whether it be like, you know, you can start off with a circle and then you can start moving yeah. it around. And then there's like a, a one that's like a divot. It just it kind of turns into clay and you and yeah. start using it. So um, yeah, it, it easily just kind of um, snowballs into something you just sink hours and hours of your life into until it looks amazing. <laughs> I've played around with Tinkercad um, a little bit, um, but uh, I, you know, I just, uh, I'm still, it's way easier. And, uh, you know, with my time, with my schedule, it's just way easier for me to, to, to go to somebody like you who has mad skill and just say, Hey, can you, can you print this for me? Can you, you know, or who, you know, some, you know, all these people now, all these just great artists have, you can get any head you want just about anywhere. So and it's a it's a great it's a great art man it's it it is a it's a great pastime but uh yeah you uh so so uh, you know as you started as you started messing with it um you know the uh the the i guess wall thicknesses that's another printer thing that you have to you know the the printing uh how did you you know i mean how did you how did you get that all down i mean definitely through trial and error so right you know, I started printing the heads and selling those on eBay um, until I can, you know, graduate to a better printer. And then, um, sure. you know, started doing more heads and more action figures that I would want to see um, in the world that you don't get to see, like um, you have here. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> um, like the, the, the live action Rick and Morty. Nice. There. Yeah. Um, with the I was telling my wife about that last night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was just like, um, I'd see all these toys and, and parts and stuff. And I have an eidetic memory when it comes to like movies and toys and things like that. So I'm like, oh, I could totally use the dark brown, paint to blue, do, you know, rip off the head. Right. You know? um, and then what, like I said, one of my favorite movies was They Live. Uh, NECA came out with an eight inch that I can't stand soft good action figures because it makes me feel right. like i'm dealing with barbies and stuff like that. so, yeah, I, got you. so <laughs> I i started um before i even got into the 3d printing i was doing molding like um with um like a rubbery stuff like silicone fill, yeah i'll fill the cup up and like put the the head in there and and, and refill it with plastic and that was sure. just too tedious <laughs> to like i just wish i could print it at any size that i want so i ended up uh creating these they live figures with um, amazing McFarlane stuff um, also works great with Alex Jones, <laughs> you know, yeah. photos and things like that. Um, yeah, just the more heads I came up with, the more it would go to eBay. I'd get more money to come in. And then um, especially the Alex Jones stuff, if that sold, I'd immediately go into the Infowars store and I'd be you know, sure. uh, stocking up on all my uh, iodines and, and <laughs> supplements and things like that. So uh, when I did one of Harrison, I think a year after the Alex Jones one, he was like, oh, man, is that me? Like, you know, so I sent it to him and he did the unboxing, which was like the greatest advertisement ever. I made three of each, Alex Jones, Owen and Harrison, which I didn't want to do Owen at first because he was crapping on, uh, you know, toy collectors as Arrested Development adults. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's why if you ever see that episode in the back of the um the figure where I did the packaging, I, d I didn't have a photo of him. I had a photo of Abraham Lincoln, just like kind of tease him. That's funny. I... Uh, but so I did that one. And of course you have to have the, um, I think, where is it? The, uh, the, the super, the beard formula, which I, I got that one right here. That is, I, now I have that one. You did that one for me in uh, 118. And so, uh, yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So I posted that up. Everyone on on Twitter, on Harrison's Twitter, was like, "Where's where's the uh, the Jeep? Where's the you know the tanker truck?" I'm like, "Oh man!" Like I couldn't even fathom 
even like trying to figure that one out. But, <laughs> but you did, man. And I, I am like thoroughly impressed by this. So, well, you know what? I, I almost painted it black, but I have, uh, I have gotten to, so this is the, uh, this is from GI Joe retaliation, uh, the movie. So, and I've seen this thing come actually down the street in Richmond. So I, I, when I open this, and it's the only one I had, and I just have this rule: I don't, I don't uh, kit bash anything that is in my collection. But uh, you know, I'm, I, very soon I'm going to pick one up. Uh, the top pops off easily, um, you know, and uh, it's supposed to have a, a missile array up here, but it, of course it doesn't, because uh, uh, that way Alex can get out with his little makeshift uh, uh, megaphone and. Uh, so we'll pull out Alex, and so I just used the uh, the Agent Jones body. Uh, I don't know as far as the head goes. Fortnite uh, Agent Jones, right? What's that? Fortnite uh, For, Fortnite Agent Jones. Uh, you know, just have to match the skin tone up just a little bit. I probably could have used just a little more red in that, but. Uh, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm real happy. It's it's got he's got the uh, uh, available in the Infowars store. He's got the uh, Infowars uh, satellite phone, so he can get in touch with Steve Quayle anytime he needs to. If if the grid goes down due to solar flares or or uh, Klaus Schwab activity, um, just like you had uh, somebody take a dive earlier. Now Harrison's been in the thick of it, so uh, I use the uh, Marauder body um for uh for harrison and uh what's that i said poor monocled harrison (laughs) well for now for now but uh i mentioned uh to you before i have uh, i have a set of glasses off of the baroness and so what i'm going to do is take those glasses and uh just uh put them on him but i'm going to do a uh i'm going to just wash them in uh glow in the dark so that uh when the lights are out sunglasses uh you know harrison will be still wearing his sunglasses at night and so and then uh i've got right here owen in the cowboy hat uh let me set this over here pull off the hat real quick so cowboy hat's great i'm gonna have to print one up up for the uh, 112 (laughs) yeah yeah, it's uh well, you know, and I mentioned to you yesterday, I have a Gandalf in one eighteenth. Uh, Owen's got the he's pouring out the cuck light, the last bottle of cuck light in the universe. Then they're gonna uh, pull out the fifty cal and do some target shooting with it. So, uh, but uh, that's another agency uh, agency body from uh, Marauders. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. gonna get some. I'm gonna get some great shots here of. Uh, them going against I've, I've got a ton of stormtroopers so the the empire will, will literally be on the run in some of my next upcoming uh uh little clips i'm going to use them as memes and thing you know for to make memes and and really it's 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 just fantastic it's fantastic memento to have uh you know it's it's really great i i really appreciate the uh you know like i said the hookup here is the uh let me pull it out of the baggie here so Harrison um, at the time was like, you know, these are getting a great response. Like, would you be able to do like a hundred of these? And I was like, oh, not really. <laughs> like, these, are, <laughs> these are basically like by request art, uh, ex- like exhibits, essentially like uh, commissions. Everyone yeah, uh, hand painted, you know, printed, sprayed to try and uh, keep the detail Amazing. and the durability and all that type of stuff. Um, but I am trying to work on some solutions for you know, something that can be printed or, or, or at least semi-mass scaled. Because I think studios, like toy studios, 5,000 is the minimum if you want to make any kind of toy order, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to think of like, um, I'm trying to do a 3D print of this guy right here, the Alex Jones, uh, kind of G.I. Joe size. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I can figure out how to make it without... Um, like the rub and wear that you get with the legs with a 3D print. That's kind of the problems right now. But, you know, I, I even went to Ollie's and picked up my own kind of InfoWars truck to try and, you know, see the scale right. and how that would work. <laughs> but that would be the way I would go. Plus, I was kind of bummed. I got a, I was 
on a Kickstarter for a vacuum former for packaging, and then it turned out to be a scam. So like I almost lost like three hundred, four hundred dollars. Like damn it, I need a vacuum former. <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah. I'll be working on that um, as the the months go on. And what's kind of cool is um, I, I don't know if you've seen on uh, they've kind of been advertising on um, American Journal the American Liberty Awards that are coming yes. up in Austin. Yes. Um, so they they reached out to me and they're like, oh, you think you'd be interested in um, designing or creating a base for the awards because we loved your action figures so much. I'm like, oh, all right, sure, I'll give that a shot. <laughs> like, so yeah, turns that out that'll be great, like for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, you know, and and again, we uh, as as we grew up, you know, we had these things. We were able to to um, you know, act out the, you know, uh, and I want to go back. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, Owen and, and, you know, talking about collectors and things like that. I have, I have a famous uh, PJW tweet um, with, you know, the, during the star Wars are for children thing, uh, <laughs> you know, um, but uh, you know, and Hey, he, he's, he's entitled to his own opinion. He's from, he's from the other side of the pond there, man. And that, I think they had like cheese and, you know, stuff on PBS to watch. They, I don't think they had the same thing until, you know, until like, uh, you know, Furman started writing transformers and stuff like that. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, just uh, I, I had a real, I, it was right around Christmas, but he, he was doing the whole star Wars is for children thing. So I had my spirit of Obi-Wan, spirit of Yoda, and spirit of Anakin. And I said, you're going to be visited by three ghosts tonight. And it, it was just perfect. But, uh, you know, it was great. But, you know, hey, his, his you know, his opinions, his opinion. And, uh, you know. Uh, a family with children to, like, pass all this stuff and information down to? Well, I mean, and they get to role play. Role play is important. You know, that's that's how you form uh, your you know, you're, you're, well, um, when I had Scott Nylick on, you know, he, he talked a lot about, you know, play patterns and everything. And, and they really look at, at these things, you know, with children. And, and, uh, I agree with Scott because Scott is, uh, you know, he, he, um, he just is a little more blunt. Uh, I, he, I don't think uh, he cares what P and he's taken a lot of heat from, you know, a lot of people online over it, but, you know, he, it, I, I agree with him, uh, you know, when, you know, certain action figures aren't going to sell. And it, it doesn't matter how good you feel inside. If they are shell formers, you know, it <laughs> it doesn't hit the bottom line. It's just like, it's just like. I saw, uh, was it uh, Rogue One? What's her name there? At, at Ollie's too, just in the back. <laughs> oh, yeah. All, by all the Eternals figures. Oh, so. yeah. The, They'll be they'll be Rogue One figures in in Ollies and Big Lots from now till, <laughs> but uh, you know it's it's just one of those things, man. You have to uh, you, you really have to cater to you know to the to to your market, and you know at the same time parents parents have to step up a little more, uh, me included. I mean I'm 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 to the empty nest part. I, I should have stepped up more, but. You know, me and my kids, we got down in the floor and we played. We, we, you know, we rolled dice. You know, we we had these massive battles. You know, these grand, imaginative things. And and I, I think it helped. You know, develop. You know, my children. And I, I, you know, I think it's a good thing. You know, mm -hmm. children need that. They need that. You know, in their in their minds. Not even to you know, just to kind of to kind of uh, gel who they are, you know, what their personality is. And what's the Bible say? Train up a child, you know, in the way he should go. And when he's young, he, he, he won't depart from it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely, man. And it's, it's, it's just a great thing. And, uh, that's definitely one thing. Like, so I came into, um, my wife's daughter's life around age eight and kind of brought all this geekdom with me. Like, awesome. Doctor Who and, and Star Wars. And it's like, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Like, you know, that kind of stuff. So trying to show her the 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 myth and the myths and legends of, you know, my generation essentially. Um, you know, we watch old TV shows like um Fresh mm -hmm. Prince of Bel Air and things like that. But before all this race nonsense and everything's, you know, you know, a victim and all that type of stuff. It was yeah. Everyone loved each other. Comedy was comedy, you know, you laughed about each other's differences and you went on as friends, that kind of stuff. Um she was in 
uh, a charter school for most of her middle school life and getting like uh, college level um, kind of um, grades and comprehension. Sure. So mm -hmm. um, they had asked her to create, um, uh, what do you call it, a essay over the summer. I was like, oh, okay, so I think Snowden had been around that point in time was happening. And I was like, here's 1984, here's uh, Brave New World. Like, and she could totally comprehend and read it. I was like, now read both of these and like write an essay on how it reflects today. <laughs> and right. um, sure enough, once, once middle school ended, she wanted to go into public school. And I'm like, okay, like <laughs> for, for middle school, high school, like, okay. But she, she, uh, turned in that essay and, you know, got an A and extra credit and all that type of stuff. But over the years, I've slowly been seeing, like, the influence of the public school system kind of, oh, you know, yeah. like, why are you listening to Alex Jones? I'm like, the, you know, what has he ever done for society? I'm like, anything you know about 9-11 is, you know, what he did for society, you know, because she knows all that stuff. She's not immune to, like, knowing the conspiracies. And she's, like, definitely undercover based but she just doesn't know it because of all the propaganda but then she'll she'll see reality right. and go oh okay like yeah. Yeah, my stepdad was right you <laughs> know that kind of stuff but it's definitely been you know a struggle to kind of break the conditioning of the public school which is you know it's it's tough especially you know i mean i i kind of have you know the the full spectrum here you know in my home and uh so you know it's a it's uh <sighs> it's sort of a dance from time to time. You have to, you know, you have to respect, you know, people's opinions and, you know, everything. But at the same time, you, you kind of have to say, well, that's, that's, you know, bull crap, you know, when, when you got to just call it out when it's, you know, so, uh, you know, it, it's good that, you, that she, that she has you in her life. Um, you know, I, I think the destruction of the family union unit, like I said before, is, is one of the absolute linchpins it's one of the tables on the leg um you know and it's it's all from uh you know just just the things we've been conditioned you know programming uh it, it they're all programs even you know i i watched uh i happen to watch uh my wife we were at walmart and she picked up the uh dvd uh set uh, the the complete run of uh gi joe the old you know the old uh, cartoon series and there's a special feature in it where they're talking about um you know how they looked at you know just how the kids they didn't just look at how the kids you know which action figures they liked the best they looked at the kids faces as they saw the figures and they i mean it was very i mean the things the the flash rates in some of these shows the cartoon you know um my, I, I used I had a cousin um, back in like eighty when when were the Transformers big uh, third season probably eighty eight eighty nine, mm -hmm. and he was sort of the Alex Jones before Alex Jones because he was he he was always like he was a he was a river guide and you know he would this and that and he would couch surf at our house from time to time and so he'd be sitting there telling me how you know and it, it's kind of hard to take advice from somebody who's couch surfing but at the same time now that i look back you know he'd always talk about the flash rates don't you see what they're doing to you and and then i started realizing we had this old tv that uh i guess the speaker was blown but every time galvatron would shoot his cannon you could see a special like light flicker and there would be this noise and then i would associate it you would you would see it in other frames and other shots in the cartoons and other cartoons and then other and i was like wait a minute what is it what's happening here when this light is going off so yeah it, i mean it's really crazy the things here alex talked about the flicker rates how they can you know with with the screens these are basically big led screens that we're looking at i mean there's that, that famous uh video of um was it the sign-off screen of the 1960s where they play the national anthem and it has the words at the bottom like you know oh, oh say can you see kind of stuff and the the letters flicker for like a split second and it says yeah. god you know obey the, the government that kind of i'm like oh man <laughs> I, I mean it's it's it, and if you don't see it i mean it just goes into and the eyes are the window to the soul right so mm -hmm. uh you know <laughs> i mean you just it just goes in and so we 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 don't i think what 
maybe the glasses, maybe that's what you need. Maybe that's your calling. You know, you've got the experience. You need to find something that will maybe just on the inside of your lenses. It just reads, this is BS. <laughs> that way, <laughs> everything you see, nobody can see you. Yeah, you know, but you're reading it. Everything you look at, you Come know that it's some really cool sunglasses that when you wear them, it just blacks out all screens. Yeah. That's that. Like, I want to get some of those. Those are, that'd be crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, Hey, uh, before they get to the point where you're wearing the glasses and then, you know, it's the augmented reality, which that stuff's pretty much nowadays, you know, the, that broke with Tony Stark, what in 2008, nine. So <laughs> I, I broke my mom's uh, brain last week. Cause, um, so I heard about this, uh, movie Harrison Bergeron with, um, Sean Astin from 1995. It kind of looks like a TV movie. But I couldn't find it anywhere. It's out of print. I had, the only place I could find it was on eBay, and it's shipped from Germany. So I get it, and it's basically all about the um, the second revolution has already happened, and everyone everyone is equal because everyone's mediocre, and they all have to go to school, and they wear this headband, and if they they're too intelligent, it zaps them with you oh, know rays wow. and stuff like that to make them stupider, and it's a whole society like this. He's too intelligent. He gets inducted into basically the Illuminati, you know, the people who dictate who's the politicians and, you know, who sets the rules and everything like that. And, you know, we, we finished the movie. Mom's like, well, that movie was garbage. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I turned on, um, I think it was an MSNBC news article or whatever, where China has those headbands on. Yeah. And she just goes, <laughs> it was yeah. like a five minute report. And she's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's insane. It, it really is. Uh, you know, and we talked about this in the last uh, time we tried to record this episode. But, uh, you know, the, you know, with Facebook, uh, you know, they were sort of the architects, uh, you know, in Google with with Dragonfly in China, the social social credit scores. Um, you know, it, it's. Uh, where are our protections? Where are the you know, the the elected representatives? We're not a democracy. We're a republic. We're supposed to have strong elected, you know, people who people who speak the will of the people. When when the republic, you know, when that elected representative starts voting, when he goes rogue, when he starts, uh, you know, working for the influences of, you know, people who are, you know, the special special influence, the you know, the PACs, all of these things. When he's not listening to the people. I mean, this republic is gone, and that's what's happened, and we have allowed it to happen. Just like our money, I think we need to get to a point, like I said, where peacefully, nonviolently, we say, look, if this is the best you can do, you're supposed to protect our freedoms, you're supposed to, you know, look out for the general welfare, but uh, you're you're doing none of these things, what good are you doing me? Why, why do I need to participate? Maybe I need to take your power back individually. And then if we do that all as individuals, then maybe we can have a true great reset. Um, if that makes sense. I don't know. That's definitely one thing. Um, even back in 2016, you could see our elected representatives. They weren't connected to culture whatsoever. Um, mm -hmm. At least in the way that we were all connected to all these superheroes and all these great ideas of, you know, fighting the man and, and, sure. you know, not doing that. So, um, you could see it with Alex's banning and all that type of stuff. They didn't know what technology was. They didn't under, or maybe they just did and didn't put on the front that they did, but they, they just let it go. They let it, you know, continue and, and get bigger and bigger. And now you're seeing with people being elected today that are more our age. Um, when, and there's, there seems to be a little bit of a resurgence coming back of, you know, American pride and, and that type of stuff. So the pendulum seems to be swinging a little bit in the other direction finally. You know, we, uh, you mentioned, you mentioned Trump and, uh, you know, no, however you, you know, however you vote, whatever you feel that, I mean, that's, that's fine. Um, but, uh, the midterms, the last midterms we had, um, I, uh, I got out, I knocked doors, I did a lot for for the party that I thought was going to maybe stand up and be my best shot. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, I, I did a lot of, uh, 
knocking on doors, um, I, I, you know, and, and I got the same thing. I mean, you know, really being in the 3D world, Aaron, it, you know, we're all the same people. The majority of us aren't offended, you know, easily. The majority of us, you know, can can talk to people without, you know, without losing their minds, you know. But uh, we, we have to remember that as well. But, uh, you know, I got to see um, a lot of the executive committee meetings. I got to see a lot of things. And, and I spoke up. I said, look, you've got to find different ways to communicate with your base because there are algorithms and they are censoring you. And you're spending money on these platforms and they're cranking you down while boosting your competitor, you know, and they looked at me like I was speaking <laughs> some kind of just uh, alien language. It just uh, it, it just in one ear. I, I did have one guy who was running for, I believe, uh, uh, Senate, maybe. And he was a former special forces. And after I, after we met at a golden corral and I gave my little speech to everybody and, and, you know, he, he came over and he shook my hand and he said, who are you? And I said, I'm just a guy who, who wants to get back to normal and not the new normal, but there wasn't even a new normal back then. (laughs) (laughs) So dude, we just have to, we just have to get out there and, you know, like I said, just, be vocal any way we can. Uh, I'm going to make a hell of a lot of great memes, uh, a l- great comic strips. I'm, I'm going to get into it, and uh, you know, you've really given me some great tools. Uh, this cuck light <laughs> right <laughs> here. <laughs> but no, dude, it. Uh, you know, we we just really. Uh, you know, we've got to get out there. I don't know how long the, the memes will last because it'll be the likeness of uh, Alex Jones or whatever. But, uh, hey, we'll we'll make something happen. We'll, we'll get out there. But um, anything we didn't cover, anything that uh, anything you, you want to talk about, how do people get in touch with you? How do people support your art? Um, uh, I, one thing maybe I didn't ask. Uh, have you, you you were talking about uh, some things. Uh, I'm just going to throw out there, um, maybe uh, doing a uh, an Alex Joker face. Uh, maybe throw that in there. Some I'm, I think some people would buy those heads. Uh, yeah. You know, good. but uh, although I have six heads of Alex already, so I'd have to up the price if I, if anyone ordered that. Actually, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've, well, I've well, already well. got like the six heads. He comes with the the the, um, the megaphone. He comes with the gay frog. Awesome. <laughs> which is amazing um awesome. <laughs> yeah it, it's been a lot of fun you know working with all this type of stuff um if you want to uh if anyone listening wants to go to my stuff my website's uh shop.braintreestudios.com that you can find t-shirts prints um i'm selling 3d files too if anyone's out there who wants you know to 3d print some stuff i have the heads up there of all the stuff i've been working on um or you can commission me to do uh you know custom stuff and uh, for anybody who uh, might want to just buy a head and, and think they can slap some paint on it, it really is an art. Uh, he'll end up looking very aged because you're going to cake it on. Let Aaron do it for you. He's, <laughs> you know, he, he, I mean, you know, the eyes, they're not googly. They look fantastic. I got, I got so. the fancy Japanese little brush for the eyeballs. <laughs> I got you. But yeah, dude, you, uh, you, you do amazing work. Um Anything else you want to add? Anything, uh, anything that uh, you want that we didn't cover? Anything you want to say? Uh, just uh, thanks for having me on. Um, while I did lose all my, you know, friends over the past few years with the Trump support and you know the the pandemic and all that, it's definitely been heartening to meet more people like minded, um, you know, that actually see reality for what it is and not this crazy twisted crap that it's become. This 1984, you know, five minutes hate nonsense. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been, it's been a ride the past, this just this past year has been crazy. Well, I, at some point, if they haven't seen it already, uh, I have a feeling that your friends are going to find some, there's going to be some newfound respect for, uh, for, you know, what, what you've done in the past. Uh, you know, I, I think at some point it's not going to be just Alex Jones was right. It was everybody who went out and gave a damn and said something. Um, so my hat's off to you for that. 
Um, Aaron, thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm going to uh, in post add a few uh, of my photos and things uh, to the uh, to the exit there. Um, but uh, I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll do it again. Looks like we made it through this time. So, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but really appreciate you having me, and uh, everybody check him out, uh, support his work, and uh, you know pick up some figures, put them on your wall. It gets addictive, and hey, at least it's not crack. So, <laughs> thanks day. for coming on, Aaron. Thanks for having me. For God, for country, for truth, for justice, for the Republic. You're listening to the Powder Monkey Podcast on PirateInfoWars.com.